Welcome to the Ink and Impact podcast. This is actually episode 31 as we kick off season two, and I have so much to share with you. I thought would kick off this season with a giveaway. I'm also going to share practical advice to help you wrap your mind around the book creation process. These five components that I'm going to share are critical across the board, no matter how you plan to publish. So be sure to stick around to the end of the episode for full giveaway details and prepare to make an impact with your book. Welcome to Ink and Impact, the podcast for Christian writers who want to impact their readers. I'm your host, Daleen Bickle, and each week I'll help you keep a pulse on the publishing industry, showcase Christian authors and their books, and share ways you can improve your craft and magnify your message. Whether you're a fiction or nonfiction writer, traditionally or indie published, established or just starting out, this podcast is for you. I've been reminded of two things recently as I've been working with some private book coaching clients. And that is, number one, aspiring authors often don't understand the publishing process. They don't understand the time involved, the costs involved, and the work required. They also, number two, don't know how or where to find trustworthy advice and service providers. So I'm going to dive into all of this a little bit more here. So while the mission of this podcast remains the same as last season, to educate, to encourage, and to embolden God's writers, I'm going to provide even more practical tips with you about the writing, publishing, and marketing processes this season, starting today. So how am I qualified to help you? It dawned on me that you might be wondering who I am and how exactly I'm qualified to help you write and publish your book. When looking back and listening to all of season one's episodes, all 30 episodes, I realized that I never fully explained my qualifications as a book coach. Lesson learned. Here's a summary of my experience. So I fell in love with the publishing industry um, during a micro internship at the University of Pittsburgh Press during the month of January, actually, during the junior year of college. So there I was introduced to the world of galleys and page proofs, acquisition editors and developmental editors, um, line editors and proofreaders, typesetting and book catalogs. As an English and history major, I just fell in love. I knew right then and there that was what I wanted to do for a living. I wanted to work in the book publishing industry. Following graduation, I moved to the Wilmington, North Carolina area where there aren't any major book publishers, right? But I was so blessed. God was working and just made the connection so that I was hired as the editor of a niche self-publishing book company here locally. And it was 1996 when self-publishing was just emerging. So much has changed about the industry over the years. So in 2006, I formed my own company, Lasting Legacies, which specializes in creating premium commissioned biographies, and that continues to be my primary service. But I've also co-authored a variety of nonfiction books, and 
I am currently working on my first historical fiction novel, and it's definitely a work in progress. You've heard about it all last season, and it'll probably be, still be a while because I'm working on so many different things, right? But I am still working on the historical fiction novel. So I pull from all of this experience, plus today's latest book industry trends, to offer you relevant quality information here on the podcast and in my private book coaching services. But even more important than any of that is the fact that I'm a fellow Christian writer. In addition to wanting to write books and materials that reflect his love and truth, I also feel called to specifically equip and encourage fellow Christian writers like you from a biblical standpoint. So it's easy to get caught up in the tasks and to-dos of writing and publishing without really thinking about God in the daily grind, let alone inviting him into the process with us. Ask me how I know. I've been guilty of this even recently. So my goal with the podcast and in the new Christian writing community that I'm preparing to launch very soon, more about that later in the episode, is to help each of us, you and me, keep God at the center of our writing journeys. And one of the best ways that we can do that, in addition to prayer, of course, is to remain in his word. May we meditate on his scripture. And so I pulled one scripture in particular for us to focus on this week. I invite you to join me in um, whether you memorize it or just reflect on it this week. And that is 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 13. And this is coming from the ESV version. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. May we think of this verse as we write for our readers. Really take that in. What we write matters, and it truly can make an eternal impact. All right, who's ready to dive in and learn how to create a book? And I have five critical components that I'm going to share today. Let's say, and maybe you're there already, but let's let's think ahead and you have your manuscript written. You have done the hard work, put in the time, and you have that complete manuscript from start to finish. But it's just a Word document or a Google Doc. How do you make it into an actual book? Internet searches, of course, reveal so much information, and it's easy to become overwhelmed. And there are many, many decisions to be made along the way. However, I believe it's important to always keep these two overarching non-negotiables in mind. Okay? The first non-negotiable, represent the Lord well by creating a quality book, both in content and packaging. And the second non-negotiable is to serve your readers well in both content and packaging. So represent the Lord well and serve your readers well. Regardless of your budget or time constraints, all your decisions should be made with these two goals in mind. Colossians 3.23-24, again from the ESV, says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So let's dive into the particulars. Here are five critical components that every book should include. Number one, you ready? Quality cover. And that should probably be a no-brainer, right? Everyone knows that. 
everyone knows that you judge a book by its cover. Now, you might still buy a book even if you don't like that cover, but you're going to have to be you know, motivated to really like encourage somehow won over by phenomenal text inside to be won over by a cover that's just meh or just outright ooh. What makes a quality cover? The appearance of it, the imagery of it. It doesn't have to have a, a like a picture on it, and that's fine, but it, it needs to be clear. It needs to be current. There are trends, right? You can tell when you pick up a book if it was printed in, say, the 1960s or the 1990s versus today. There are different trends in fonts and stylings and, and different things like that. So you want to look at a bookstore or online in your genre. If you're writing devotionals, if you're writing nonfiction, if you're writing a novel, what are similar books to yours? What kind of covers do they have right now? What's the trend? What are selling well? And go with a cover that um, is similar to those. If you're going to be printing your book as a paperback or a hardcover, you're going to need the front cover, a spine, and a back cover. That back cover is going to need an ISBN and a barcode. The spine needs to have your book title and your name, your author name. And here's a little point. If you are writing a very, very short book, you might not be able to have a spine because there is a page number requirement with any printing company that you go with, whether POD or um, traditional. There have to be enough pages to make it wide enough, thick enough to have text on the spine. So those are just a few of the things that I wanted to point out to you. Um, when you create a book, you're going to need a good cover. And that also means that you're going to need to find a designer to help you with this. Now, I plan to do a future episode specifically on working with and finding a designer. So stay tuned for that. But I just want to give you that heads up that to get a quality cover, it's not going to be something that you're going to create on your own necessarily. I could be proven wrong, especially if you are a graphic designer and you are a whiz at InDesign or some software like that, you know, go for it if you are experienced with that. But if you're not experienced with it, I highly recommend that you outsource that. All right, the second critical component out of the five is the front matter. Do you know what front matter is? A lot of aspiring authors are unfamiliar with the term. So that's all the pages and all the content that precedes the actual first page of your story or the first devotional that you're writing. So what kind of pages am I talking about? So that would be the title page. Like if you open up a cover of a book and you see like there's the literal title on a page, that's the title page. That's going to include your copyright page. That's going to include your dedication. That's going to include your contents page. And by the way, FYI, they no longer call it table of contents. That went out the window a number of years ago. It's just contents. And that's one way to um, distinguish between quality books and not so quality books is those little differences. Yeah. And so sometimes people include acknowledgments. Sometimes people put the acknowledgments later in the book, but yeah, those kinds of things, as well as any preface or introduction, all of those comprise the front matter. Don't forget to create those pages in your document that's part of your book. Then, of course, is the body of your book. That's your text. That's your story. That's your compilation of devotional days, right? 
whatever it is you're writing, that's the bulk of it. You want it to be quality. You need it to be well written and it needs to be edited. And by edited, I am talking about someone who has professionally edited in the past. I'm going to share a note too that having it edited does not mean that it's automatically going to be formatted. All right, we're going to talk about that in a minute. So you're going to want to make sure that your story makes sense, that it flows, all of that. An editor will help you make sure that everything is in line, both developmentally and grammatically. You want everything to be as high quality as possible. Number four of the five critical components is the back matter. We already talked about the front matter, what comes before your story, the body of your text. Now we're talking about the end of the book. What comes after your story? Well, that's the back matter. So if you have end notes, if you have the acknowledgements that you want to choose to put back there and about the author page, definitely a call to action page. What do you want your reader to do next? Do you want them to go to your website? Do you want them to go to your Amazon author page? Do you want them to download a free offer that you have or sign up for a group that you are leading. Whatever that offer is, make sure that you include that in your last page. Now, here's a thought to consider. If you're writing an ebook, these can be changed really easily, but if you are printing your book, you want to make sure that whatever your call to action is, is evergreen. Now, what is evergreen? That is just a term that the industry uses to mean that it's long lasting, that whatever you're offering, now will be still available and accessible five years from now. I'm just throwing it out there. You don't want it to just be something that's only gonna be available for this month, right? You want it to be something long lasting. So let's say that you have an opt-in or a lead magnet that is only, that is time sensitive. You don't wanna put that in your book. Don't wanna put that in the back matter. What you would instead do is point them to your website or to your landing page that is constant that will still be there later down the road. And then just update whatever resources that you're offering there. Okay, so that the reader can go to your website and see what the offers are there. Does that make sense? Let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to email me afterward, info at incanimpact.com. I'll be happy to answer questions. Of course, you can always follow me on Instagram too. I love to respond to questions in the DMs there in Instagram. All right, so that's the back matter. And now, we are going to talk about the fifth and final component, critical component of creating a book, and that is having a designed and formatted interior. So we know that the book cover needs to be designed, right? But the inside of the book too needs to be designed. It needs to be formatted. And what I mean by that is that there needs to be uniformity throughout. You don't want a bunch of different fonts for different pages, different things. You want there to be uniformity. You want it to be crisp and clean. There need to be, there's a lot of jargon in the publishing industry. So there's such a thing as a gutter. Like when you open your book and there are the margins next to the spine, that's the gutter. You need to have that formatted. You want your headers at the top of each page, like on the left page to be on the left and on the right page to be on the right. All of that is stuff that doesn't come intuitively to a lot of us. And while you can learn to do it yourself, it's much easier to hire a designer, a graphic designer who is, is specifically qualified with books. It's not necessarily something that just someone who has ad agency experience can help you with. You want someone who has experience formatting books. 
um, and familiar with all of the publishing terminology. We're going to include photographs. A lot of my clients commissioned biographies. We were including photographs of their childhood, of their earlier years. And so you want a good designer to be able to place those photos at appropriate sections of the book and to know what size to make them, know the quality of photos. And if you want to purchase photos, you want to use a designer who knows how to legally purchase photos, right? You don't want to just download any picture from the internet and use it in your book. That is a big no-no. You want to be able to purchase the rights to use photos. And so your professional designer will know how to acquire all of those things for you. Okay, so those are the five critical components of creating a book. Let me run through them one more time for you in review. The first is a quality cover. The second is the front matter. Third is a well-written and edited text, the body of your book. Fourth is including back matter. And then number five is a designed and formatted interior. Make the whole book look pretty, right? And easy on the eyes. I'm just gonna add one more thing here. So if you are writing an ebook and a print book, you are going to need to have two separate files. They are sized differently. They are done completely differently in places like KDP and IngramSpark or any publisher or printer that you use. They're going to require separate files. So just FYI, that's going to require more time and more money and more effort to create those, but just so you know in advance. But hopefully you found this information helpful. I will have this on the website, inkandimpact.com, where you can get show notes. You might also be interested in some relevant back episodes from season one, such as episode nine, which was prioritizing publishing and platform building with the guest Alicia Greer. And episode 16, which was Writers Get Ready, Nine Tips for Writing and Marketing, which, by the way, includes a helpful breakdown of actual timelines for the book creation process. So you can go there and check those out as well. At the top of this episode, I mentioned that there is a new writing community for Christian writers that I'm developing, and it's going to be launching soon, and it's called the Inkwell Collective. It's a new membership community where Christian writers will gather virtually to write together, literal writing sessions. We're going to build our faith together and we're going to establish meaningful connections. Plus, it's a great place for you to ask your questions and get trusted professional responses and answers, okay? And from people and from fellow writers, right? There's nothing like learning from fellow writers as well. It also includes early access to some really exciting things coming down the pike, some opportunities and events such as an in-person writing retreat that I'm going to be hosting in March. So you wanna make sure you get plugged in to the Inkwell Collective. And how can you do that? Well, right now there's a wait list. Be sure to check it out. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and I want you to make sure that you're able to access that and get signed up. If you have any issues at all or can't find it on the show notes, just like I said, send me an email to info at inkandimpact.com and I'll be sure to add you to that wait list. I'm so excited and I hope that you will sign up and I can't wait to get to meet some of you listeners. I have no idea on the back end who's listening to this. So I love to hear back from you and have you join the Inkwell Collective. Now it is time for giveaway details. Yay! 
who doesn't want a free book? Okay, the book is my book, the one-year collection of weekly writing prompts, write your life story one question at a time, is exactly what the title says. In it, I let you know why your story is important to write, and I provide you with a prompt a week to help you get started writing down your values, your beliefs, and some of those most important life experiences. And it's just a simple, fun way to document your life story. So maybe you aren't ready to write your life story, but maybe you have a parent or a grandparent or know someone who could really be blessed by this book. And if so, I encourage you to register or participate in the giveaway. So how can you be entered in this giveaway? It's super easy. Share about this podcast, the Ink and Impact podcast on either Facebook or Instagram and tag me in your post or story. How simple is that? And if you post it on Facebook and Instagram, that'll give you two entries. But again, you have to tag me so that I am aware that you have done this. And in order to tag me, you probably need to follow me on those platforms. I am there on Facebook. I'm Daylene Bickle author. And on Instagram, I'm simply Daylene Bickle. So be sure to follow me there and tag me and help spread the word of this podcast. I hope that you are finding value in it. And if you have, I would love for you to share it with your fellow writers. Help me get the word out there. And I would love to help one of you or someone you know document your life story because that is so important as well. Oh, forgot to mention the deadline. Deadline is February 8th at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And you must be 18 years old or older and live within the United States to be entered and win. Sorry to all of you who listen to uh, this podcast in other countries. I was reviewing my stats at the end of last season and actually 15 different countries are listening in. So I am so glad that God is opening up the airwaves um, to share the Ink and Impact podcast so that I can encourage writers around the world um, to share God's message with their readers, no matter what genre they're writing. So thank you again for joining me today. Don't forget to sign up for the waitlist for the Inkwell Collective and enter for a chance to win the one-year collection of weekly writing prompts book. And finally, subscribe to the Ink and Impact podcast, this podcast, so that you don't miss an episode. Next week, you won't want to miss because it's going to be about publishing and platform pitfalls based on some industry research that I have conducted within the last week or so. And it's kind of fascinating stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you next week, um, all very relevant to what we are trying to do as Christian writers. So all of that to say, thank you again. Have a blessed week. Take care. That's it for today, fellow pen pusher. Remember, don't just write a book, make an impact.